hello once again today. Welcome to another edition of SpinCast. Joining us today from Catawba, we have Gid Sasser. He is pretty much everything esports over at Catawba. He's currently the coordinator there as well as the head coach. Uh, actually, out of all the SpinCasts I've done so far, I would say that Gid is probably one of the very first people that I kind of really started to connect with in the esports world. Um, incredibly knowledgeable guy, so I'm very happy to have him on today because uh, he's helped me quite a bit kind of generate exactly what I thought would be a good position for Stay Plugged In. So without further ado, Gid, thank you for joining us. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great, and thank you for having me today. So I'm excited to talk esports and kind of the business and the college and, you know, academic side. So Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, we sincerely appreciate it. So why don't we just jump right in? If you could just tell us a little bit about, A, how you got involved in the esports scene in general, kind of what led you there, and then obviously how that progressed to getting you involved with Catawba College. And then after that, we'll kind of talk a little bit more for those out there in the audience to know that you're also part of another company called Simplicity, in which you're the general manager for them as well. But I'll, we'll get into that. I'd like to talk more and focus more on the collegiate side of things first. So let's start there. Yeah, yeah. So I actually got um, my start. We're going to throw it way back um, in esports before it was even known as that in North America, you know, gaming, competitive gaming, um, a little over a decade ago. Um, played in, you know, games like Halo, Call of Duty, a lot of the big names that you still see around. Um, and kind of just worked my way in like land centers. I went to school for game design, actually, um, did a little bit of that. And uh, over that period of time, I ended up at University of North Carolina at Charlotte. Um, they had a esports program there, and this was about four or five years ago. Um, and I kind of, luckily, I would say, got thrust into a leadership position that allowed me to um, really one learn, but <clears throat> set that program up in a way that kind of mirrors what you see in esports a lot today, um, and what I've carried on in all of my work. Um, so that was my first big thing. That was a club, not a, um, you know, a full on team. And from there, I went on to actually be the head coach at Kansas Wesleyan University in the middle of Kansas. You don't get any further out in the middle of nowhere than that is. So, but they had a pretty good program there. Um, did some time with them and was very fortunate to find an opportunity at Catawba College to return to North Carolina. Um, and now, you know, we, we have that program. I am the coordinator of it and the head coach. So I do touch pretty much every game for better or for worse uh, <laughs> to my own sleep schedule. So understood. Busy guy, busy guy. And I know that. I know that just from experience and talking with you. But so talk about how many teams do you have? How many ga different games? And ultimately, how many teams currently at Catawba? What's its current makeup? Yeah. yeah. So our, our main focus um, we have League of Legends, uh, Fortnite. Overwatch and Rocket League. Um, those are kind of the more popular titles. Most, you know, any student or kid, they'll know what those are. Um, we do branch out um, to other games like your Madden, um, your FIFA, but it's kind of as is. Um, and you'll see in some scenarios, uh, even Nintendo games like Mario Kart, they actually, you know, Super Smash Brothers, um, we'll, we'll field players for that. But typically about four team like mainstay that you'll see from semester to semester. Awesome. So in respect to esports, now that it's uh, become so much more popular in a number of schools and colleges, 
What are some of the advantages from a student perspective, from a student coming on board to Catawba, what are some of the advantages now that you're able to offer esports? What are some of the things that the students would look forward to taking advantage of? Yeah, so I think the great thing about esports immediately is that it's all inclusive. Um, whether you are great at running, lifting weights, whatever, it doesn't matter. Once you sit down at the computer, everybody's on the same level um, and everybody has the same opportunity. Um, however you want to make it. I think the big, biggest difference we're seeing now is esports doesn't ever shut down, um, considering the current, you know, uh, pandemic. And I think that's very key because your opportunities actually are growing um, and they're showing that there is a future right now. I mean, we're seeing it every day. So um, I think that's a great thing about esports. Um, you never have to worry as long as you have an internet connection and a computer. Um, you're all, as your sign says, you're always plugged in. Um, you're always ready to go. So, um, but it, it gives you the same thing as traditional sports, the camaraderie, the team building. Um, you get hands-on uh, time with mentors, coaches. Um, shoot, we're, we even work closely with our dean of students, our president, um, and our counselors. So uh, as far as you know, Catawba might be a little bit different from some schools, but as far as esports goes, uh, when you walk through those doors on campus to play, um, you're getting more than just video games. You're getting the entire experience, the collegiate experience, and really what life may be like after college. Yeah, and I think that's important that you bring that up. It's because that's the stereotype right now, right? It's a video game. When gaming, video games, and esports they really are different at the end of the day. You know, my son likes gaming, but he's not an esports competitor. If he were to go into the world of trying to play something competitively, it wouldn't last very long. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about that. Within your organization, I'm sure you've got some teams that uh, do pretty well. So for those teams, what's the schedule and routine like from a practice perspective, et cetera? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if we're, um, we're talking about the collegiate side. We we follow what I believe to be more like a traditional standard. Um, even though esports is kind of like, you know, that modern future thing, we, we need to remember that traditional sports has made it this long because they do things right for the most part. Um, so our practice schedule, we usually have every other day um, for about four hours. Um, that will include both gym time, review, um, and then actually in-game play against other schools. So we do scrimmages. That's how our practices go. We don't necessarily play against each other or, you know, like you would on a field where you run drills. Um, we play against other schools in exhibitions and scrimmages. Um, weekends, <clears throat> at least at Catawba, we try to give that off for personal training and practice um, unless we have competition. So, but typically you won't do any more than about four hours every other day and that's to allow everybody to maintain both their academic and uh, their esports schedule on a healthy balance yeah and that sounds ideal because if you think of just traditional sports they're going at it at least oh, yeah. long, if not long, yeah. in general so that's that's a pretty cool deal so let, we're going to flip the switch just a little bit and change gears because obviously you're also the general manager for simplicity and i would assume right the makeup once you go pro which i'll let you talk about what simplicity is and all that but i would suspect the makeup there is just a little bit different as opposed to the collegiate side of things so yeah. first off let's talk about simplicity what is it and what do you do there 
Okay, so Simplicity is actually the first uh, publicly traded esports company in North America. Um, as a little known fact, we don't tout it too, too much. Um, so, but if you look us up, you can actually invest in stock. It's very interesting. I'm still learning every day. Um, we hold teams across Overwatch, um, PUBG. Uh, we're moving into Valorant, but our biggest team is our League of Legends um, in Latin America, which we actually are playing for the championship this Saturday. So pretty excited about that. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we are a professional uh, tournament um, and team company. Our full name is Esports and Gaming Company. Um, so we hold we hold a lot of land centers, and that's kind of sometimes it's fun to be the jack of all trades, and sometimes it's a very long day. Because um, so that's Simplicity Esports. I'm the general manager there. Um, I oversee the operation of both Simplicity side and like the land centers, the league team, the teams in general. Um, and basically if I get a phone call at three in the morning, I'm taking the phone call at three in the morning. So, and finding a way to fix whatever problem it is. Understood. Understood. Jack of all trades indeed. But I'm sure you find this to be fun based on, I know personally from getting to know you, this is something that you're incredibly passionate about. So I'm sure this is, uh, oh yeah, works so much as it is fun, but it's just time consuming more than anything else. Um, yes. Yeah. Let's talk about once kids leave Catawba, what are some of the opportunities, uh, those guys that are, or girls that are currently on your esports clubs, teams, et cetera, what are some of the opportunities that they'll have ahead of them based on the fact that they also seem, I would assume, are pretty passionate about this space as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think the, the great thing about this question um, is it, it's actually um, the answer to it is very all encompassing. So if you were to graduate, let's say Catawba today, um, you would be walking away with, you know, management skills, interpersonal skills, troubleshooting skills. I mean, the list goes on. You're not only going to have that degree that you focused on for, you know, four or five years or however long it takes you. So is, is it in business management, music, et cetera, but you will understand how to work in a, I would say, very similar to a corporate environment, um, the team structure and everything. So when you walk out, even if it's, even, let's say it's esports, all right, you'll be able to walk in, you can be a team manager, a PR manager, uh, a coach, uh, HR, um, graphic design, media. I mean, the list goes on, but you're not stuck to esports. And that's what's great about it. All these skills are transferable. If you wanted to say, you know what, maybe, Maybe esports isn't where I want to go. I want to go and, you know, just kind of do like a startup company, uh, focus on that for a while. Um, that's great. You want to know why? Because you now know how to do things from the beginning. You learned all your years and you know how to persevere, find the next steps, make the connections. You know how to talk to people and you know how to handle the stress and the situations and make sure that you find the, the best way to succeed. So um, I know it's not a very specific answer to the question, but that's kind of the beauty of it is that you don't have to be specific because your opportunities are so big. Yeah, no, I agree. I actually like that answer better. I think people will find out what they like to do. Mm -hmm. and if you are all encompassed by being able to do a number of different things, then certainly it's a little bit easier to find that pathway to doing what you like to do and kind of go from there. So for those watching, you know, again, I'm going to ask the question, you know, you can hear just from 
what Git is saying. He seems incredibly busy, and I can vouch for the fact that he, <laughs> he usually is. It takes a while before we're able to communicate because he's got so many things going on. But I promise you, he still finds time, I would assume, to get some gaming in. Would that be accurate? Yeah, I was actually playing with um, our staff. We had a staff night uh, last night, and I quickly realized I'm not good anymore <laughs> in comparison to a lot of the uh, the younger players that we have. So um, so I, I spent about two hours just getting bullied uh, by, by my friends, um, but in nice ways, you know, all fun and uh, yeah. exciting. Um, yeah. The reason I have, yeah. <laughs> obviously it's a passion you have, but it's something you love to do. Now you're busy with work, right? Now you're, you're got your work title going on, but you're still able to do it on occasion, which mm -hmm. is kind of neat too. Last quick question I'll have for you is obviously you've seen a, quite a bit, I'm sure, in terms of the evolution of this space from when you first started to where you are today. Uh, I'm sure you've seen a lot of really good things, probably some things you'd rather were not in this space, those types of things. But if you could fast forward five years, how would you like to see the space? What would you get rid of if you could, pieces of, et cetera? And ultimately, how would it look in a perfect world for you? Yeah, if, uh, if I wanted the perfect world, uh, I would love to see a bigger presence of like a governing body um, in esports, especially on the collegiate level. Um, I know some people are against it and some people love it, but I think right now we're in that, that middle ground where we have some people kind of saying, hey, here's the rules you follow, and then you go elsewhere as the wild, wild west. Um, and I think the only way that we truly advance is if everybody's on the same page, same standards, and really follows that. Um, so I think that's how we get to the, the perfect world long term. Uh, but as far as anything that I, I wish didn't exist, um, I, I wish we had the ability to bring people in to see what it is like, not just, you know, online and, oh, hey, you know, ESPN showing, you know, especially now, the games, but the ability to really bring people in kind of like you would for football and baseball to a stadium. And I think we're trending towards that way. People are building options and, and making it so that you can see live events. Um, but I'd like to get away from all online and really push that. I, I think everybody needs to do that um, for esports in general to really get to where it needs to be. And we forget that. I, I really think a lot of colleges and companies forget that the people watching and buying into it, um, they're, they're real people. They interact with everything physically. You can only do so much online. I know that's weird to say considering video games, but you know, that's the truth of the matter. And I think that's a stereotype um, and kind of a, a hole that we've dug ourselves in right now. Yeah, now, I, could, I could not agree with you more because I think you'll recall some of our first conversations. I love the social aspect of this more than anything yep. and you're starting to see that a number of different colleges are now building their own arena that's specific and it might be multi-purpose but it's specifically built for uh, esports in mind and I'm, I'm sure the recruiting side of things factors into that a little bit as well but for me as a parent i like the social aspect you know i would much rather see my son or daughter compete in an arena even if it's 200 yeah. people watching i don't care it could be 20 people watching actually i don't care there either but face to face with their opponents. Um, I think that just brings another level of camaraderie, of respect, sportsmanship, et cetera. 
um, an opportunity at the end of the day, you know, to be able, as you said, to potentially bring in a, a recruit to say, well, this is where you're going to play and there's an event going on right now. Let's step in there and take a look. Uh, I think that would be huge in this space. And I think we're gravitating that way. I think the more and more the powers that be understand this better, um, the better it gets in general for everybody involved. So hopefully, hopefully that perfect world comes about. Oh yeah. I hope so too. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. So we are just about up on time. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I would only go for so long, but Gid, you're one of the people I definitely wanted to have on here because A, you're a huge ambassador for this space, one, incredibly knowledgeable, so I respect what you do. And obviously the fact that you are a jack of all trades in respect to seeing it both at the collegiate side, at the pro side, at the company, uh, corporate side of things as well. So I really do sincerely appreciate your time. Always good to chat with you. I always seem to pick up a little bit more knowledge. Um, so stay safe out there. Hopefully we'll get back to normal sooner than later. And uh, oh yeah, some more. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. And uh, fingers crossed, I'd like to go outside and walk around uh, and actually see people for once, <laughs> not just squirrels and rabbits. So. Yeah, understood. Understood. Hopefully everyone's getting better city by city um, and we uh, persevere this and are able to uh, get back to some sense of normalcy sooner than later anyway. So again, stay safe. Appreciate it. Let's chat again real soon. All right. Take care.